You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe, uh, and since it is almost Mother's Day, what better time to talk about Darren Aronofsky's mother? <laughs> to help me talk about it, I am joined by a friend of the show and one of the hosts of the brand new podcast called This Year's Best Podcast. It's Brent Peterson. Brent, how are you? Great, Matt. Uh, thank you so much. It's an honor and a pleasure for, for you to invite me on here, I, even though I invited myself to come on <laughs> and, and podcast with you because I, I do. I love the show and I've listened to every episode, so I'm excited to be on here. Oh, no, thank you. I, I was flattered that you, any, when you when anyone wants to be on the show, I'm flattered people want to be on the show. If they listen, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So and I've heard you on a few other podcasts like uh, Schlock and All and Cult Movies. And uh, I was excited to talk to you. So so it worked out. Um and I'm excited to talk about this uh, this crazy movie with you. So this should be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's so, do it. I'm, I'm I'm really excited about it. So um, first things first here, because uh, I mean you have not been here before, and if people aren't familiar with you or what you're up to, I guess first I want I want you to tell me about your podcast because it's fairly new and it's an interesting concept. I like this kind of like choose your own adventure thing you have going. So if you want to tell me about this year's best podcast, uh, be my guest. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's called this year's best. Uh, the first uh, couple episodes have been with my brothers, my two brothers, uh, Tyler and Kyle, and we go through five separate categories and we draft them. So we we do ten of each category. Uh, we, we do video games, to TV, music, uh, fun facts, and movies. So uh, you ca- I, I separate them into five different episodes, so it's kind of easy because certain people like certain things. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to like the video game part. Um, some people aren't going to care about the TV. So I just let them kind of, like you said, choose your own adventure. Yeah, which is a fun, a very fun idea. I really like that. So um, people should be checking that out. And uh, yes, of course, you are a movie fan like myself. So and you've not been here before. So I always like to ask people if they have not been on the show before. Um, kind of general sense, like what kind of movies do you like? What kind of genres do you get into? What are some of your favorite movies? Anything like that? I would say my favorite genre is horror. Okay, uh, <laughs> if you want to get if you want to get into micro I, uh, slashers are probably my favorite. But uh, especially lately, I've been getting into a lot a lot of different things. I like everything, you know. Um, I, I think I'm like you. I, I heard you kind of mention on the last one that musicals are probably your least favorite genre. Is that what I heard? Yeah, that's kind of become my my bag around here. It's like, yeah. I know I kind of made it known that I'm not a big fan of musicals. I'm, I'm open to them as I get older, yeah. but... I don't think they're going to be my thing. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a specific taste. I'm a, I, I love hip hop, and that's kind of my jam. But I, I so I, if I listen, oh, I can 
you're right. I can listen to and watch old older movies, especially with you know with music. But it, it's it's really got to be great for me to really. I mean, there's certain ones I love, like uh, Annie is a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I enjoy singing in the rain is, is good. Uh, high fidelity is not really a musical, but it's about music and that's one of my favorite movies. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy everything. Um, like I said, horror is my, usually the thing I, I gravitate towards, but lately I've been getting into other things. I usually, I used to not really appreciate Westerns, but the older I get, I think that's a kind of a thing that happens to everyone. You get a little older <laughs> and you, Oh, I, I guess I like Westerns now. <laughs> yeah. I kind of same way. I always thought it was a thing like for my like stepdad to watch cause he always had Westerns yeah. on. I kind of like, I was like, Oh, these are boring. These are kind of lame, but I think I had to find the Westerns that I like, I think, and get into them that way. And I'm kind of getting them too. As I get older, I think it's, it must just be a thing that happens to everyone. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And the same thing with noir. I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. And now I'm really getting into those. So, uh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I got the impression you were kind of like a well-rounded movie watcher. So, um, and kind of a horror guy too. So, okay. That, that all makes sense. So, um, is there anything, any movies you've watched lately that have kind of, that you want to bring up that you'd want to kind of point out that were interesting or good or, or maybe they were terrible. I don't know, but, <laughs> uh, I, I've been watching a lot of stuff that has to do with my podcast, so um, understandable. Yeah, I've been, yes. <laughs> so the one, I, the one I didn't though that I I heard, um, I kind of put out there the other day that uh, I wanted to know if people like their, you know, if they have a top ten of all time, and just so I can, because when people put something on their top ten of all time, it means that it means something to them. It's not just a movie that they love; it's something that they gravitate towards and they want to talk about. And the one I, I when I put it out there, one of the ones I saw was Witness for the Prosecution from nineteen fifty seven. Have you seen that one? I've not seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, Charles Lawton plays uh, a lawyer, and he he's he's kind of at the edge of, edge of his t- end of his time. He's he's very sick, and he's he's supposed to not do any any more uh, cases. But so- someone comes in. It's a murder case that he just can't keep his hands off, and he wants to get in there. And and I'm not usually a procedural guy or a you know. Um, you know anything any of those kind of movies but this one really was just amazing and charles lawton is just is fantastic uh, and i just seen uh um his uh his other movie that he directed uh night of the the hunter which okay. i loved as well have you seen that one i just saw that for the first time a couple months ago or something like very recently and uh yeah i loved it i thought it was great yeah so that's another one and that so I, and i and Mutiny on the Bounty, he's very good in. He plays the, uh, it's the in the 30s. He plays uh, this captain of the ship that uh, is a bad guy, and they and, and they have to mutiny against him, and he's really great in that. So I've, I've come to appreciate a lot of his movies, and I, I want to see a bunch more. Okay, nice, nice. Um, uh, anything else you want to bring up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I started, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, I've started watching uh, 1966 War and Peace, Oh, okay. which is uh, I I don't know if you if you ever even I it's it's a four hour it's a it is a movie but it's a four hour <laughs> four hour Russian uh, it's almost a minute it's that's that's actually four parts but seven hours long. Oh God! And about, okay. <laughs> oh my God! And okay. I, I blame Anthony I blame Anthony for that because he's going to be on our on my podcast and he picked he picked where I picked 66 and he put that movie on and I'm like oh boy and I started watching it and I'm like oh this is actually pretty fantastic so okay. um I'm working my way through that <laughs> okay yeah I mean I guess when I hear seven hours yeah I guess we watch a lot of like Netflix shows that are like seven hours broken up but seven hours is one continuous movie is kind of like whoa but I guess if you if you break it up it's it's probably fine <laughs> yeah I've been watching about an hour a, uh, every, an hour every two nights so oh, okay. I, I break it up enough to not drive me crazy 
Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh yeah besides that i've yeah a lot of other ones i I watched a a movie this morning i got up early i've been going to bed earlier at night i've I've got kids so they they've been knocking me out earlier lately and then i I got up real early this morning and watched uh the fortune cookie also from 1966 and and i fell asleep about half an hour in so it wasn't (laughs) the greatest thing ever Uh, i did finish it and didn't didn't love it and it's it's uh it's not one of my favorite, but I thought I'd mention it same same year. <laughs> okay, okay, um, yeah, that's kind of see now that you've started your own podcast, you understand that, and I understand this too now that the plight of the podcaster is you're watching so much stuff for a podcast, it becomes kind of like I don't want to say it's a job because I still really love it, but it becomes you start telling people like, oh, I'm watching this and this and this, and it's all for podcasts, and it kind of yeah, it's it kind of feels like a lot sometimes, <laughs> but but I yeah. still like it. It's just kind of it's like oh, this is this is a lot, so. Um, like I told you before we even started, I've been I've been kind of marathoning episodes and banking episodes, and I've kind of spent most of my recent watches on those. But I got a couple things I'll mention. Um, I watched a movie called uh, The Leopard Man from 1943, which is a oh god, I can't I'm not good with French. Uh, Jacques Tourneau movie, uh, <laughs> Val Luton produced, I believed, um, and it's a kind of a horror film. Um, I'd seen The Cat People. From this team of uh, Torno and um, Val Luton, and I really, really liked it. And Leopard Man's kind of similar because it's about uh, this. It's a very, it's an hour long. It's barely an hour long, which is which is great. It's a huge plus. Sure. But basically, it starts off with this leopard uh, escaping during like a publicity stunt, and then there's a series of murders. But the question is, is it this leopard killing all these? It's all women too. Is it leopard killing all these women, or is it a man killing all these women? Uh, or is it a leopard man killing all these women? It's kind of like, which which of these is it? Um, just a very uh, interesting little, uh, I don't know, like horror, almost noir, mystery. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, I mean, like I said, how can you go wrong when it's it's like 66 minutes, you know? And it's it's oh, yeah. uh, it moves pretty well. It's kind of, it's uh, creepy enough. They're good. They're good at like creating a good vibe atmosphere, um, just like in Cat People. So um, that Leopard Man was pretty good. I really, I enjoyed that. Um, and I'm going way back here to find stuff. I sure. uh, watched uh, very randomly. I watched uh, Higher Learning, the John Singleton movie from 1985. Have you ever seen this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I had not seen it before. And uh, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of like, I, it's a movie where its heart is like so in the right place. And John Singleton, right. I think is really putting a lot out there and there's a lot in the movie. There's so many ideas in the movie about like young people at that time and race. And, um, you know, there's kind of like the idea of, and this, I mean, it weirdly still feels so timely because there's a lot of stuff about like rape culture at colleges. And of course, like the issues of race and just kind of class politics and things like that. And, it's it's a good movie it's a little like it's very melodramatic <laughs> it's yeah. it's a, there's a, it's a lot going on um great cast though from like top to bottom it's like full of people um very young in 1985 uh, <laughs> um jennifer uh, yeah. Connolly, ice cube uh buster rhymes shows up um omar epps i believe um yep there's a whole bunch of people it's a, it's a very star-studded cast it's an interesting movie still kind of sadly is relevant and i i think the only thing that got me was like it it just kind of it goes a little too heavy on the yeah. melodrama it's it's you know but it's 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 good it's i'm glad i watched it um yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. He, 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 it sounds, it feels like he's just, he had so many ideas. He wanted, it's like, we got to have this in here. We also have to have this in here, but, but it's like trying to put everything together and it, you're right. It doesn't quite work out, but it's, it's, I don't think it's a bad movie, but it, it's not, I don't think it's a great movie either, but it's, it's definitely worth checking out if, if someone hasn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I feel bad because I, I, it's like, like I said, like heart in the right place. He clearly had so many ideas he wanted to talk about. And I feel like it kind of is hard to balance everything. Oh, and I forgot to mention, of course, there's the issue of like gun violence at schools in the yeah. movie. I mean, there's a lot that's like, oh, this is scary still like to this day. So, uh, you know, that interesting movie kind of all over the place, but <laughs> we're, we're seeing. Um, yeah. Let me think of one more here. I'm really reaching back in my letterbox. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, oh, man, I'm really digging deep here. Okay. Uh, this may hurt some people's feelings. I watched, <laughs> I watched Empire Records for the first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Are you are you a big fan of this one? I am not. No. Okay. I, okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard mixed things for years, and it was like this was a while ago when it was like Rex Manning Day was all over Twitter, and uh, which pops up every year. The the guy from uh, Empire Records. I'd heard about it forever, and I said, you know what? I should finally watch empire records because it feels like a like 95 like a 90s touchstone uh movie and you know i i'm down for that kind of thing i was pretty young in the 90s but i was like i could probably enjoy this and i (laughs) i just did not really like it that much i didn't hate the movie but it's i don't even know what it is or what it's about i mean it's kind of like it's it's like what are you doing movie like what are you what are you trying to say here i mean and it's like it's supposed to be a comedy I didn't really find it that funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, I, I agree. I agree with you completely. I, I it's one of those movies I, I, I feel like I should like it's 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 right. Mid 90s. What is it? Yeah. 95. I think 95, the same year yeah. as higher learning. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's one. Of those, it's I don't know if you do you know who uh, Chaz is uh, Chaz uh, for uh, Chaby from uh, F this movie. If you remember him oh. at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it, he loves this movie, so I I, I kind of razz him a little bit for loving it because I, I'm just not a, a big fan of it. Uh, it. To me, it's a better kind of movie. It's not the same kind of movie, but it's it's close. Is uh, can't hardly wait is a movie I love, and that's uh, it's kind of around the same time. And I, I appreciate that appreciate that movie much more than this one. I think it's a lot better. But yeah, I, I'm with you actually. I loved Can't Hardly Wait. I watched like all the time. I feel like it was on USA constantly back in the day yeah, or something. Some absolutely. cable station played it constantly, <laughs> and it was like I was a little younger, so it was cool because I'm like, oh, this is what like high school parties are gonna be like, you know? And Can't Hardly yeah. Wait. And I, I've missed Empire Records my whole life. I never seen like any of it. I think I maybe seen a couple clips on Twitter, and I know people love it. That's why I hate. Mm-hmm. saying negative things a movie people sure. love so it just wasn't for me and i didn't i didn't hate it i just didn't really like it i i didn't get it. i can actually get i'm like if someone saw this in 95 and they were young like a teenager in the early 20s like i get it but like i think it just didn't work for me <laughs> so um yeah. good cast though yeah, it's t- yeah. yeah totally and it, it it is tough talking about yeah talking about <laughs> things that you don't like and you know that people love it but it's also nice to know that you're not crazy like am i crazy why <laughs> Everyone likes this, but me, you know, (laughs) that's always tough when you watch like a beloved movie and you're like, I don't get it. And I feel like a jerk. So, um, but yeah, I don't want to ruin that for anybody. Have, have their fun, but (laughs) it's like, I watched it. I'm good. Now I, now I know. Um, so that's really, that's really all I had. So, uh, I guess we can get into, 
the main event here, uh, mother exclamation point lowercase m, uh, <laughs> which I still I don't really know why he did that. You might you might know, and I don't. But um, but yeah, so we're talking about mother, which I think came about because I think I floated you a, a big list I've had of stuff I want to talk yeah. about. You picked a couple things, and then we landed on Mother, if that's right. Yeah, Yeah, it was between Mother and uh, The Final Girls uh, were the two that I I kind of wanted to to watch. The Final Girls is one of my favorite movies of the last decade, and also Mother is. Uh, Yeah, I picked Mother because I, I feel like it's one of those movies that if, I think it had a cinema score of like an F when it, it came out. Oh, it did. I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane, yeah. And <laughs> I remember seeing the previews for it, not really knowing what it's about. I knew it was Darren Aronofsky, and, and he's had... I like his stuff. I like a lot of his stuff, but some of his stuff is, is kind of... What is your kind of uh, background on him, uh, his movies? I, I like him. Um, I was going to ask you at some point about uh, your favorite Aronofsky's. I, I like more of his stuff than i don't i'm trying to think of any i haven't seen noah but a friend of mine just told me that he loves noah and i was shocked because no one ever talks about noah (laughs) um and i think i've i've seen pie i've seen record for a dream i have not seen the fountain uh i've seen the wrestler i've seen black swan yeah yeah so i think i've seen everything except for the fountain the fountain and um uh noah i think so (laughs) Yeah, I, I love Black Black Swan is probably my, my, this is my favorite of his, but uh, Black Swan would be second. Um, I love that whole that whole vibe of that one. It's you know it's a horror you know slash uh, you know music kind of dance. I, I I actually I do really appreciate dance movies when they're done well, mm-hmm. and just the idea of of identity is 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 a favorite kind of subgenre of mine that I love. Uh, so and yeah, Noah. The other ones are all kind of iffy now that I think about it. You know, <laughs> Noah and The Fountain and Pi and Requiem for a Dream. I I appreciate those. I just don't love them. There, I I I even think that I, that I put them for you know five out of tens. I think I've rated almost all of those movies. Maybe oh, Fountain okay. Six, just but not not that that's. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know how you rate on uh, <laughs> on um, uh, Letterbox, but a mm-hmm. five is not not bad, but not good. It's kind of right in the middle. So at least interesting. Yeah, that's I, I think it's funny. That's a whole different conversation. But I think people have their own their own scales. Like I remember one time uh, there was a podcast. Well, you, you remember the podcast Shockwaves? Oh, yeah. OK, Absolutely. so yeah. they had somebody uh, we had a Facebook group or something and somebody pulled every one of the host ratings for like a new movie. I can't remember what it was and they all had very someone was like five stars. Someone was like two. Someone was like three and a half. And they were like, wow. But then one of the hosts, I can't remember what it was, even pointed out like, I think all our scales are kind of different. Like, I think like <laughs> you can be a harsher grader. Some people give out fives all the time and that's totally fine. Like some people see a two and a half stars and they think you're completely trash in the movie. I'm kind of with you. It's like, it's, it's in the middle. It's what it's supposed to mean. Like to me, that means like, okay, this was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, yeah. I give out a lot of three stars because most movies I feel like are just like three. Like it's good. It's a good movie, but yeah. it's like, so yeah, I'm with you. Like two and a half is like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 exactly the same way. I I, only, I I'm not a critic, so I don't like to say, well, I think it's a ten because it's it. You know, <laughs> no, I don't worry about all that stuff. I if it, it goes like five is okay, good is or th- six I like or three stars I like, three and a half I really like, four stars I love, four and a half I really love, and then five is a masterpiece. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's kind of how I go. <laughs> that's actually, I, I think we're pretty similar in how we, we grade things. Yeah. Five also Good. can be like something that's super personal that I love. And I know it might not be a masterpiece, but I'm like, 
five stars because I love this movie. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I, like ha- Halloween three is a one that I, I know that people there's people that will say, well, that's not a great movie. I'm like, well, to me, it's a great movie. I love it. I've watched it a million times. It's it's a it's a five out of five. So yeah, that's me and Last Action yeah. Hero <laughs> all day long. Oh, I I love Last Action Hero. Yeah, oh, I think I'm a, I'm a nine out of ten, but or a, a four and a half out of I think I. If I remember correctly, but yeah, that's I, I I'm I'm a Shane Blackhead for sure. So um, I love most anything he's involved with. Yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah. I mean, Aronofsky. It's like I, Pie is very interesting. I saw that once when I was younger. I think I thought it was really cool and experimental. I don't think I want to rewatch it. Uh, Record for a Dream, I think, is great, but I never want to see it again. Which I think a lot of people say about that movie. It's like I, I'm good. I think I watched it like two or three times when I was younger and don't want to revisit it. Um. And like, yeah, found I haven't seen and I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Noah, I still haven't seen. But yeah, people have said it's good recently. And I just I'm like, wait, no one even talks about Noah. What? OK, so <laughs> I need to see it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah and and it, it's another one of his, uh, you know, kind of dealing with the Bible. And he, I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about his. I, I think I remember hearing about his religious background and he I don't you know, it seems like he is because I don't know if you know about mother but that's kind of a it's it's a you know religious allegory um oh oh yeah we'll if, get into it yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get all that but oh, yeah, yeah yeah the wrestler the wrestler is the only one i haven't seen and i don't know why just it's one of the things you know he just it can't see everything but <laughs> yeah i love the wrestler. actually the wrestler might be my favorite movie of his nice yeah. I, I love the wrestler. And, i think it's fantastic <laughs> and pie pie is the only one that i i i wanted to check out before uh well, before doing the podcast, obviously just watching mother the other day uh, and I got about halfway through. I'm like, I'm good. I remember how this is. I'm not, it, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's got great ideas and I, I'm a big number. I love math, but the, uh, it just, it just burns my brain. I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel like this right now. So understandable. It's not like a, it's not an easy watch for sure. I remember that. So, um, so I want to ask you about mother specifically. I want to know, this is very important. Did you see mother in a theater? Yeah, I want it's 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 a pretty interesting experience. I I went okay. there and it was yeah I went I went by myself because I knew my wife wasn't gonna see it, um, and I'm glad I didn't take her because of the the, the baby thing. Um, but <laughs> uh, but uh, so I went there and I'm just watching this movie and it to me it was the first time I saw it I I thought it was just like this horror movie about a a mother's nightmare like mm-hmm. her dealing with just all this stuff going on and. When I when we're walking out of the theater and people are like, oh, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. And <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm like, masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, it got an F cinema score. So clearly it was not it's not a crowd pleaser. That's for sure. No. Um, my God, it's uh, when I was watching it again, <laughs> I was like, oh, my. Because, OK, I saw it in a theater, a fairly crowded theater for a movie that didn't do well. Like, I feel like it was. Yeah, over over half full. And I took two friends who who wanted to go. I didn't force them to go. And so we go there and uh, I'll tell you right now, we're going to get into spoilers very quickly. So you see mother just sure, yeah. you have to leave and come back. But because um, I have talked about this because uh, I <laughs> seeing this in a theater was insane because it's already a crazy movie. It's like a fever dream. And yeah. when we get to the part where. <laughs> which I'll be so prohibited. It's okay. Where she has this baby. So she's pregnant very quickly, has the baby very quickly. The baby gets like crowd surfing basically. And it's neck yeah. snaps. I have never <sighs> seen the air leave a theater like that in my oh, entire I life. I saw three people walk out within like a minute of that. Happen- they just got up and were like, no, I think one old man was like cussing as he walked down the aisle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I think more people walked out when, 
because I forgot it got worse because then yeah. <laughs> basically they beat the they, show. well even before that they're like eating the baby and it's like these oh, like yeah, remains yeah. and then they beat her up and it's like oh my god this is so much horrifying imagery in such a short amount of time and uh, I remember I looked over at my two friends and. I, no, my my mouth was hanging open, and theirs were too. They like my one friend had his hands on his head, and uh, you know my other friend, her mouth was open, and it, so I think three people walked out. I think then the beating happened. I think like three more people walked out, <laughs> and people were just so upset, which I understand. Um, yeah. But at that point, I could not believe I was seeing this movie in like a like an AMC theater, like next to probably a Marvel movie at the time. <laughs> Because I was like, this is bananas that Paramount put this. It was Paramount, right? Put this movie out. Uh, I just am blown. That's what kind of made me like it more at first. We'll get into this because I have, since the first watch in the theater, I don't think I've seen it again. I may have watched it once. I don't think I did. But I've kind of cooled off on it, which we'll get, we'll get into kind of why. But but that first viewing was so shocking. And I was so bowled over by the filmmaking and how bold and insane this movie was that i kind of was yeah. like yeah masterpiece um but i didn't feel strong about it today but it sounds like you you are still on board for this one as your favorite aronofsky film so <laughs> yeah i mean i i guess how do you want to go I, I have so many notes about what what i want to <laughs> talk I, I mean we could start yeah i we can go kind of get into why it's i i believe that but um the very beginning of the movie right he it's it's she's on fire this it's a different girl Right. And she's on fire. And then all of a sudden it, it shows and she turns into this, this rock. She burns alive and melts into forms to a rock, which he grabs and, and he looks at. And what, what do you think about that right away? What, what, what goes through your head? Like, what is it symbolizing? Or... Yeah. What did you think? Or what, what was, or did you, did it, did it symbolize anything for you? <laughs> Not at the time. And I, okay. we can kind of move around. I mean, I can tell you the exact moment in the movie where I started to put the pieces together of what was going on. And then it was like, it was almost like, <laughs> like a game of Tetris where all the pieces fell into the perfect places. Cause I could put everything to like a one-to-one -one correlation at that point. If you, um, cause I was going to, I was curious where, like we're kind of jumping into it, but it's, it's, if you, everything in this movie is a religious, uh, biblical reference, allegory, symbol, something. And I was, I don't know. I feel like, I got it about halfway through. I've heard people say they got it right away. I heard people say they didn't understand. My, my friend I went with, I told her everything. And she was like, how do you know all that? Because I didn't go to church. But but somehow sure. I could put the pieces together. But uh, yeah. I'm curious. You can tell me, where did you, where'd you pick up what he was doing with the biblical references? Because once you get them, I feel like they're kind of clear. Yeah, but that's what's funny is I wasn't. I didn't see it at all the first time I saw it. Oh, okay. It. I didn't. Okay. I didn't notice it. And I, my, my grandfather was a pastor. Um, I went to church for a while. I, I got confirmed, and after that, we kind of stopped going to church. But uh, uh, I started going again with my wife, and then we've kind of stopped going now more. So my kids were in a religious. So I've kind of gone back and forth with with that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I, I pictured it more of, as a mother, I, from her perspective, as a mother going through this horrible like being a mother. So that, what's great about this movie is that, yes, it is a religious allegory, but it is also a movie about being a mom and being just trying to deal with your house and dealing with a husband that is only is into himself. And he is, an, and he, that's the other form of part of it is that he's also an artist that can't, he's only interested in getting his, 
his word out and his 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 gift. He has this gift that he wants to give to people, and it's just, and his family is just not enough for him. So that's why I love about, about this movie. It is yes, you can look at it at, as this religious allegory, but you can also look at it as these two other separate things going on all at the same time. Which is that's my kind of movie is when there's just. I, I have I don't know if I have ADD or whatever or something where where things are I love when so many things are happening at once and that's why this that frenetic pace that it starts picking up later on uh, I really appreciate the movie but yeah so I, afterwards I when I I uh, I started doing research on it and and listening to podcasts about it and they're like oh I, I got it right away it was about religion and then af- and then I didn't even care after that I'm like well. I go, oh God! I guess I didn't even see that at first. But of course, how how stupid am I to not to not notice that? But um, yeah. So did it did it kind of ruin it for you halfway through, or or no? Did... Because I still didn't know where it was going to go, and I kind of was still putting sure. the piece together as it happened. Afterwards, I kind of put the whole puzzle together. It was like it was like imagine kind of like you're looking at like a a fuzzy image and it starts becoming more clear, you know, kind of, and you're like, yeah. Oh, like I, for the first 45 minutes, I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, yeah. because it's, it's pretty, it's like, it's taking its time. It plays it slow, which is smart. So it's like, uh, you know, there it's the two of them and they're in this house. They're very like, they live alone in the country. It seems like Ed Harris shows up out of nowhere and, mm. It's like, well, that's weird. And then so, yeah. and it's like, OK. And then he's coughing a lot. And then she's kind of like, he, you know, Javier Bardem is just like inviting everybody and starting with Ed Harris. And I'm like, that's weird. OK, then it's like he's getting sick. Jennifer Lawrence buys yeah. some weird thing in the, the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's I'm not putting together there. Michelle Pfeiffer shows up the next day. I'm like, what the fuck is going on now? His wife is here. <laughs> I'm like, OK, very strange. More people are coming. And. So I can tell you when I really started to get it because I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't this like this is very weird. It has to mean something yeah. when the two sons mm-hmm. showed up yeah. and they are fighting and uh, played by actual brothers. The uh, the Gleason brothers, I believe, uh, Brendan Gleason's sons, Brian Gleason. Oh, I can yeah. never remember. <laughs> um, Do- and- Domhnall. Domhnall's one. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. They show up and they're Michelle Pfeiffer and Harris sons and they're fighting right away, like physically fighting. And then they one kills the other. And there's a blood stain that she can knock it out. And that's when it clicked. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is Cain and Abel. This is like, uh, I'm not a biblical guy, but I, uh, original sin. Like basically you can't scrub the, you can't scrub the first piece of violence away. It's like the idea. And then I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> then, it, then it starts clicking. Then it's like, everything starts coming together where I'm like, wait, Adam and Eve, because his rib, Adam's rib, she shows up, she's Eve. They both want. Uh, they're both tempted in his office by the little crystal thing, glass right. thing he has, like the apple. I'm the like, apple. Well, okay, yeah. everything starts becoming like boom, boom, boom. I'm putting all the pieces together. He's God. Like, and then I'm, but I'm still watching the movie, but I'm, I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of getting it. And then afterwards, I kind of like put the whole thing together. Cause then like the last 30 minutes, it goes completely bonkers. <laughs> like yeah. it becomes so chaotic. And I'm just kind of blown away by, like the sheer chaos, like and the yeah. the filmmaking that's happening. So that's kind of where I got it was like the Cain and Abel thing. And once I got that piece of it, uh, that I was like, that's when I kind of started putting things together. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm wondering if because I didn't get that at first, that I appreciated even more afterwards. Because yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking, oh well, this is religious. Though. I just didn't it didn't click for me. So I was watching this other thing going on, this nightmare with this. So now, if he's God, then is she Mother Nature? I, I got that she was Mother Earth, and their Mother home Earth, right. is like Earth. Earth. Yeah. Right. And so, that, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Now I can't remember now. Now I, like I said, I, I did go to you know I I did know religion a little bit, but it uh, is it Cain and Abel was were they Adam and Eve's kids? That's the part I don't think is like. I can't uh, remember. <laughs> that's I don't think that's right. And I don't uh, listen. I don't oh. know anything because I uh, I <laughs> I think we went to church till I was like five and then we stopped. And uh, <laughs> my basically this movie has my level of biblical knowledge, like very like the like the big characters and like sure. some that's um. So I tell my sister about it and she's like, how do you know all this? Like you didn't, we didn't go to church. She's like, I don't know. I'm just no basic religion, but it's like, I know basic Christianity. And, uh, like, I don't know. I, I usually am not good at putting things together. Honestly, I don't want to sound like I'm like, Oh, I put this together. So no, quickly. no, but it's like, so, yeah, that's um, but yeah, so, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, and then, so if, if you go with the part where I was talking about where he's the artist and then, you know, she comes up to him and she goes, uh, she she keeps telling him, "Oh, I love your work," and he's like, and he kind of brushes her off, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't need you. And it's one of those people, like, you know how your your mom or your wife, or I don't know if you're if you're together with anybody, but they they tell you, "Oh, you're you're so, you're doing such great." It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when someone else that you don't know, a bunch of people tell you how great you are, then it really matters. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And and that and that's what I, I loved about him. This whole the whole movie, he just. He just every time she wants to get close, he kind of goes, yeah, yeah, I got I got work to do. I got, you know, I got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do love that part because, yeah, especially, you know, being, you know, somebody that, uh, you know, being a man. But I also <laughs> I'm also the she, my wife is the one that kind of work. We have, we own our own photography business and she's but she's the photographer. She's the one that's kind of so I, I end up watching the kids a lot more. So I kind of I identified with her her character more in this mm-hmm. than him. And I, I really because my wife is when she she has stuff to do. She has, you know, take her pictures and then she's got to edit. We both edit, but she does a lot more of it. But when she really wants to get into it, there's nothing like I just kind of kind of leave her alone and let her do her own thing. Um, and so then I, I kind of started appreciating it that way. And that and that's when I was really started oh i mean i feel i felt bad for her the entire movie and just and you know how you have those dreams where things just start happening and then Mm -hmm. you can't stop them and then it gets worse and worse it does kind of how yeah yeah it does feel super dreamlike because things happen so quickly which is kind of like a dream where it's like there's no transition period it's like you turn around and someone's at the door or people just walking into your house and you're like what the hell wait how'd they get here you know and it's like she's uh, she's like suddenly pregnant and then she's suddenly nine months pregnant, like within the matter of, I think minutes or hours, it's very quick. And then, you know, so things happen so rapidly that, um, and apparently Darren, our office said he wrote this after he kind of had like an insane dream and he kind of wrote it as like a fever dream. And it's funny. Cause you said, I want, I no go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you had okay. You said something I I agree with. I think that you don't really like a movie to make sense. If I'm quoting you correctly, which I, I, I like when a movie is like, I don't know what's going on. It's very chaotic. It's all over the place. This is why I love, and I know we agree on this, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Because the first time I saw that movie, uh, especially the first time, I was like, what the hell is going on? Because it's so f- quick and so crazy. The editing so so fast. And it's like, you're like, what? Are you trying to keep up? And like it feels like some kind of insane like drug-fueled dream. <laughs> and like I love movies that are not afraid to not make sense and not like kind of spoon feed me the answers and like kind of let me you know, put things together and piece things out. And that's, that's my main thing with mother this time was once I've made all the direct biblical comparisons, like the whole thing actually makes sense to me. And I preferred it <laughs> when it didn't make sense. So it kind of bums sure. me out that I'm like, shit, now I get like everything that's going on. And I, I kind of like when I didn't understand <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah. oh, I get it. Yeah, and uh, I I do like that when it's not. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but also that uh, I like when things aren't just one thing. You know, right. I, I I can appreciate a movie that's about one thing and it, and it really is great at that one thing, but it, I don't. It's not a movie, a kind of movie that I will go back to. This is a kind of movie where. Each time I, w- I watch it, I can look at it from different perspectives. Uh, so it, it's yeah, it's one of those things. I, there's one thing I want to talk about too. Like uh, uh, as we kind of were talking about what's go- what's happening. Do you notice when she? The one thing I didn't really know about, and I kind of I had to read up about it, is you know how she, every time something kind of crazy happens, she kind of goes and drinks that yellow drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I looked that up, and I was wondering what that. What, I, that's the only thing I didn't quite understand. What 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 did that have to do with anything? And apparently, it, it could be a couple things. And one of it is, uh, it's like a kava like drug or root. It's a, it's this yellow powder, and it has unexplained side effects that which could lead could cause a mother to become paranoid. Um, and but also it could be from uh, there's this uh, this short story from 1892 called the Yellow Wallpaper, and you know obviously during during the movie too the the paper. The wall she has is yellow, and it's got kind mm-hmm. of got a beating heart to it. Um, it's by Charlotte Perkins Gilman, and it's uh, about postpartum depression and a woman gone mad thanks to her oppressive husband in a culture that doesn't take her seriously. So I, I think that's okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think that is kind of where he was getting that from, um, and I appreciate that because you know, who, especially with someone that has you know, I have four kids and uh, things aren't always going great, and you feel like you gotta there's something you gotta you know you want if it's a drink or whatever you you kind of you go to that and you don't want to and, and it ends up messing kind of messing with her life maybe that's part of it that's a, that's a great question because i don't really know and i don't know if he even knows if he was just kind of <laughs> throwing that in as well so um but i thought that was interesting uh yeah like you're talking about is uh knowing what was happening i going back on it i really just love that he uh he just he decided to do all this with with a biblical i mean I was trying to think of this. Can you think of other movies that do this kind of thing, even biblically at all? Like, because I couldn't think of one that not tried to top, take a movie that, yeah, yeah, not top of my head. And I don't think a, I, he goes he goes so deep with the references and makes so many that like everything has some. I feel like everything has some biblical correlation. Like, um, even like Kristen Wiig who shows up for like five minutes out of nowhere. <laughs> I think her yeah, character is called like. <laughs> Yeah, like we called like the Herald or something, and uh, yeah. you know, which I guess makes sense. She's spreading the word of him, the author, and yeah, and but then she's like executing people, shooting them in the head. It's like what the, it's like what's going on? Like you know, there's I I don't know. Like it, it's funny because I left the theater and I was like loved it, one of my favorite movies of the year, masterpiece. But then I was I was genuinely mad when I started to make it make sense. I was mad at myself. I was like, damn it, I don't want it to make sense. It's like I don't want like direct, um, you know, references or allegory, anything like that. I just want it to be like what yours. I like what you're saying, where you're giving me other things. I've been so stuck on the biblical yeah. thing. It's like all I can see now. It's like a. It is like it's again like a picture where like if you turn one way, it's a bird. One way, it's an old lady. It's like I can only see the one, <laughs> the one way now, yeah. the biblical side, because like it's all. It all seems so, so. Um, what's the word? Like not blatant. Um down to a t it's like it's like everything it's like yeah. okay i get this i get that um i i still i'm still very high on how it's made i think it's like su- sure. a super well that's why people are like oh it's the worst movie ever it's like absolutely not it's way too well made to be that but <laughs> it's like everything else i think people react so negatively to uh, you know obviously the 
the baby thing and her getting beat up, which are horrible images. And somebody I watched behind the scenes thing and someone said, like, there's violence in this movie that that that, that we want you to react to in a way like that, because violence is ugly and yeah. not to be celebrated. And it's very ugly. It's very ugly violence. And um, so, I mean, that's important. But of course, it's not a crowd pleaser, basically. And I knew leaving the theater, uh, this was like, every, like, I heard people say the same thing, leaving my theater. It was like, this is the worst I've ever seen. What the hell was that? This is horrible. Um, so I, I, I like things that are transgressive, too. I like like this. Yeah. And I saw like Suspiria remake and Hereditary and things that are very like, pushing buttons and very bleak <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, so yeah, I'm conflicted on the movie, but <laughs> yeah. That, and that, but I, that's why, that's why it's great. I, I, if, if everyone loves the movie, it's, it's not interesting. You know, I, right. I think yeah. a, a movie to be great and a, almost a real cult. I think this is a real cult movie. Like in, when we look, we look back in the, in the future at this movie, it'll be one that like, can you believe they made this at this time? Right. A major uh, studio made this. A like, major <laughs> studio made it. Crazy. Um, yeah. And, so, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, too. And I, I listen to uh, I don't know if you listen to uh, Slash Film. Have you ever listened to that podcast? Uh, I have not actually. No. <laughs> OK, so they 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 reviewed the movie when it came out and they, they had an, there's three guys and they had another guy on there. And he, he was kind of the same way you are the second time he he did couldn't get over. He's like, oh, this is just biblical. And then all oh, that's all he could think about. It. And he he didn't appreciate the movie because he did. I'm like, well, that's if you only are seeing it that way, it is tough because yeah, a lot of those things are pretty obvious and they're like, okay, now they're going to do this. Okay. Now they're going to kill the baby. Yeah. Okay. He's Jesus. Yeah. We get it. You know, all this stuff. So, but, and I'm like, Oh, you're, you're almost ruining it for yourself. You're, you're not seeing it from different angles, which can make you appreciate it. And I wonder if someone like that at seeing it a second time could help it. Obviously for you, it was the opposite, which is, is very interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah. maybe seeing it through seeing, seeing it another time this way, maybe we'll, will help you appreciate it a little better. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I do like how when going back to how she, being a mother and, and being your household, you know, things where things keep happening to you and you feel like, you know, it's like her, her whole life kind of starts moving in this quick pace, you know, mm -hmm. that she, people come in and all of a sudden someone dies and there's a funeral right away. And it's like, you know, a mother never gets any time to rest. She's always, you know, how is she, every time she's serving everyone, she's trying to bring in food. And mm -hmm. then by the time, by the time, and they never, I felt like my, my mom and my, my wife's mom, they, when we're at Thanksgiving, they, they rarely sit down because they're always feeding everyone and trying to please everyone and, and never actually doing anything for themselves. And then when you do that, you end up giving away your life. And by the time you're, you're, you're done, you kind of, you lose that that thing you, you don't really enjoy it. you're just trying to get everything done for everyone else and i i just i felt so bad for her trying to and i love the part where at first uh i think it's michelle pfeiffer she sits on the sink and she's like oh don't you know please don't sit on the sink it's mm, you know it's not yeah. it's not done yet <laughs> and then at the funeral or the wake i guess you'd call it another guy sits on it and she's like oh it, please it's really you're gonna break it and then by the then they have the huge part people just are there's two people on it and then all of a sudden they're jumping on it and then it explodes. It's like, yeah, that's how a, a, a party goes. Like you tell people, <laughs> don't touch my, I remember when I was young, I had a, I had a party at my parents' house and these people would not stop playing with my parents' records. You know, mm. this is back when there was, you know, records around. And I said, just stop doing it. And then I kept seeing people doing it and then I'd go away. And, and at the end they're outside throwing them like Frisbees. Oh, and I'm God. like, guys, <laughs> come on. <laughs> And so I, I totally, I kind of, I felt that, that, that whole thing about just being, 
you know, trying to deal with people and especially get a bunch of people at once. It's like, oh, just, just, can we just hang out and not just make this crazy? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I had a friend who laughed really hard at the, uh, at the people jumping on the sink. Cause he was just like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? And, uh, <laughs> it's it, in that way it works. I feel like it's still this like anxiety inducing nightmare. Yeah. Especially if you're like somebody who likes your peace and quiet. One of my worst nightmares is like for a bunch of people, I don't even know to invade my house and just start like, fucking shit up and touching stuff and taking stuff like i want her to like throw punches way before she's like starts attacking people like i'm like start punching people but i mean what could she do but i'm just like these people need to be beat up like it's just it's so it's this chaotic thing and it's so frustrating and anxiety inducing and um yeah i mean it's like and oh one thing i didn't get that i read today about that sink because i was like what does the sink represent apparently that's supposed to be um like the great flood, apparently the, the, the pipes burst. So they were saying like that's like the great flood of, you know, Noah and sure. all that. So uh, that one I didn't pick up on. I never put that one together till today. <laughs> so, yeah, and that, that's that's what's kind of great is like I, I didn't even see that really even. I just I, I I felt like it's one of those things where you're at a party where, you're, you know, like I was explaining it. So, yeah, that makes sense that it would be that, too. That's what I love about it. Is you can look at almost each thing in. Yes, it's biblical, but also it's this thing. And it's also this other thing at the same time. So I, I, I just I love that kind of thing. Yeah, no, you're you're helping me uh, perspective already. This is good. This is what I needed because I was so locked in on the biblical thing that and I think I going in, I think I thought it would be more about um, like a woman who was maybe losing her mind or, you know, dealing with a pregnancy and it was more like a psychological thing. And I didn't think there'd be any biblical stuff because I, mean, I think this was marketed very vaguely, if I remember right. Like it was very mysterious what it was. You know, it was I don't know if you remember if you watched any of the trailers back, but um, I feel like they were very vague about what this movie was. So I kind of went in knowing like, well, it's an Aaron Oscar movie. I like most of his stuff. It's got a good cast. It looks interesting. Um, but I expected more of like a psychological and they even kind of put it it kind of positioned like a rosemary's baby type story because they had yeah. the same poster design so so i did not yeah. know what to expect going in which i also like in a movie because i was i had no idea where it was going or what it was about so um yeah it's i mean it's you i think your reading definitely makes sense and could be there about like a, a mother and anxiety and all that and it's just all that kind of stuff yeah i and and it's what it's 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 so interesting to to the I like that he's he's kind of he's when when a director makes a movie, it's usually if you really look at it, it's about them. And, he, you know, obviously he, Aronofsky is he's God, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, I'm the God, obviously. And then my and I, I think he was going through a breakup with, uh, I believe, Rachel Vice at the time. I yeah, want to say when they dating Jennifer Lawrence on this movie. <laughs> Right. So which is perfect because that's exactly what happens that he burns down that relationship and then he brings in this new woman and then starts everything all over anew, um, <laughs> which I, and, and I just love that. OK. I, and, and he's the artist. You know, he's the guy that, you know, I know I and he, he's kind of showing you that. Yes, I I am this way. But the reason I am this way is because I am so great. <laughs> Can't you get that? <laughs> He's he's listen, I like him, but he's always been a little bit pretentious. Maybe some people say oh, a yeah. lot of bit of pretentious, but he, he's definitely always been a little pretentious. And yeah, I read that reading, too, I think, where you're saying like that he thinks he's like in the God role. And I'm like, oh, boy. Wow. OK, Aronofsky. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> OK, buddy. Sure. Um, yeah. So I that could be another. Yeah. Another interpretation as well. So, yeah. And um, 
Yeah, the Kristen Wiig thing is crazy. I'm just look. I, I don't I'm trying to be. And oh, and I love that you know they have the paparazzi coming in, and mm-hmm. um, I I love that the the baby mo- the, going back to my point. The baby moves. He goes, but when the baby moves, he stops. He goes, oh my gosh, and he writes down, and he goes, it's my masterpiece. Like he totally did not. This crazy <laughs> great thing that happens to a you know a parent when you can finally feel like because when you're a dad, you you don't really get to have that feeling because, you know, they're the ones with the baby in their stomach right. and they get to feel the feel the things inside. And you just kind of go, yeah, that I guess that that's happening to you. But I, it's hard for me to feel that. And then if, when you get to finally feel that kick, it's like, oh, this is something in there. I can really appreciate it. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> I got to finish my masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very self-absorbed, which um I was telling a friend of mine, uh, actually, uh, Ken, who's been on the show multiple times. And uh, uh, I mean, Ken's more of a religious guy. He's a he's a church going man. And I told him about Mother and he I think he was a little horrified. <laughs> uh, he was like, this movie sounds very blasphemous. And I'm like, yeah, I think it could be because it doesn't paint God in a particularly good light. If you're if you're reading the one for one biblical uh, thing here, because he basically it seems like the point to me is that God has become very. He gets so into the, the people because he makes, you know, he's so into the doctor when he comes and then yeah. he's into the guests. That's Adam and Eve. He's like, oh, look what, look at this. It's so cool. And then like, he's so into the people and he forgets about the planet earth and mother earth and all that. And he's so the whole time it's like, he's so self-absorbed and he's like, he just wants all these admirers and he's written this book, which I assume would be the Bible. <laughs> um, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, we love it. And he's so he's completely loses sight of the original creation, which would be the, the earth and right. that the fact that it's being destroyed, literally destroyed around him. And, uh, he's, he really can't do anything about it or is not going to do anything about it. And, uh, and literally gives up his son to the crowd and the son is killed, which I would be the Messiah part. So, um, right. yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah, but the artist thing too is like, yeah, I'm just, man, if Darren obviously thinks he's, <laughs> it's like, man, you really <laughs> think I kick it over that. I'm like, man, buddy, you really think highly of yourself. <laughs> Oh yeah, and he's trying to just, and he's not even hiding it in any way. He's like, right. I mean, <laughs> but it, 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 and I, I do like that. You know, she's she when she has the baby, she's holding it, and like she, she's just waiting there and trying to stay awake as long as he can. Because the second that she falls asleep, he ta- he's like, okay, yeah, I'm just waiting for you. I gotta show them the baby. You know, right. you just. <laughs> And and I love oh the, he's like they brought they brought gifts <laughs> like right. oh it must be frankincense and mirth or whatever isn't right. that the thing that they bring I don't know uh, is it gold um, frankincense and myrrh I, I don't know how I know all this stuff myrrh, I, don't know. <laughs> I know I think it's just yeah it's all it's more pop culture stuff yeah than even the Bible but I I love that oh we're talking about you know God being blasphemous and I I don't want to you know be black but if you read the Bible. God does some crazy things. Uh, well, he he floods yeah. the, he floods the earth, and he has uh, Noah uh, go into his other you know Noah's other movie. Two of every of every species animal. I mean, that's that's quite a feat that he that he did. But by the way, but uh, anyway, <laughs> I want okay. You grasshoppers follow. Okay, you follow the giraffes. Okay, uh, now I want you. <laughs> I want you two muskrats. You stay in line. Okay, yeah. you guys keep <laughs> going. Time everybody. Everyone's on. Do it talk. Come on, guys. No, no pushing. All right. So, yeah. And then, I mean, all, yeah, there's some crazy stories in there, but it, a lot of it has to do with God being like, hey, you got to worship me. Like, you, you can't, 
I, I know that you're trying to be good, but the biggest thing is that you believe me and not you don't you don't worship anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm the gods. Like, oh, that's exactly what this movie is no different than that. That's just, hey, I'm I'm the god, you know. So, yeah, we're gonna get killed for this, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's we're just we're discussing it. I don't think I'm not trying to offend anybody. And uh, um, no, no, he might have even read the Wikipedia synopsis and said, Matt, I don't want to see this movie. And I said, Can I totally understand? I get it because it's pretty. Uh, it's uh, it's a lot. It's kind of shocking, especially, you know, if you're a religious person and uh, what he's doing, kind of playing with that that imagery. And there was another way I, I kind of thought I can't remember. I thought this board came out or during the movie. But I was like, wait, is this whole movie about how like how women some like men don't believe women sometimes? And that's been like a big issue in the culture about like yeah. because he's she's constantly trying to tell Javier Bardem stuff and he just like blows it off or doesn't listen. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's just it's it gets to this like a very ugly place near the end, especially with what happens to her. And it's like, but he just never listening to her. I'm like, is this a, is that what it's kind of about? You know, it's like <laughs> that's another yeah. reading. I don't know. There are multiple things to to gleam here from. it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, and I agree. That's another thing. Yeah, we just. Men think they know everything in the, it, through, throughout time. That's we've always been that way. And, and I have to call, I have to stop myself from thinking that at all. Like I do with, it's one of the, one of those things like, I know me, I I'm right. But then if you just think about it, it's like, first of all, there's two things just because you're right. Doesn't mean it's, it is right for the situation. And you don't have to, you don't have to kind of explain it, like explain to women how the, everything is because they know they have their own minds that they and they can think on their own, but we, we, I don't know. I, I, I always have to try to stop myself. It's like, I know I've been taught my whole life through these movies that I've seen that men are better than women. And it's just so, it's just, I feel I'm almost mad at myself for ever thinking that. And it, it's, it's one of the things like I, you have to, we have to kind of stop ourselves from doing that. I don't know how, you know, how you are, but that it's, I, I always want to even like when, when, you, when I went back into when, when something would happen where a man and a woman, it was, either one of either one they'd be arguing over something or if if you know far be it for someone if it was a sexual misconduct in my head i'm like oh she's lying because i've always been taught that women are 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 going to connive and and that's what kind of this this the bible is is going back to that eve is the one that brings him into hey you got to see this crystal right and she's the one that was looking at it earlier and she's the one that oh it's not a man's fault this this woman made me do it it's like come on you know come on that's not that's not how it is we just we 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 don't want to blame ourselves we end up blaming we have to blame someone else and it's usually the person that we're with which which really sucks you know i hadn't even thought about the whole biblical uh beginnings of the you know blaming women for things you know for our actions uh yeah i feel like and i'm not trying to say I, I i just feel like i grew up very differently because i we didn't really we weren't very religious like we stopped going when i was like five and i don't remember anything and my my dad passed away when i was like six so i grew up in a house full of women i had my sister and my mom and my grandma lived near us and so i've always felt a little um <laughs> like less masculine i don't know what the word is like i've always sure. been in this mode of like i've been around so many women and grew up raised by women that uh you know something like that is kind of i don't know I, that's a complicated issue and i you know yeah. i i never really felt like that but i think if you were raised like that and it's if it's imbued in you from a very young age about uh that even uh, the Adam Eve story, yeah. I mean, I say, they do joke about it how women are like we got blamed for everything, even the you know the beginning of <laughs> of history over here. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, 
it's yeah. It's, I mean, I usually find my sympathies lying with like the female characters, especially if they're like in this case, I'm with I'm with Jennifer Lawrence like from the beginning too. Yeah. Like, um, and we are really. I meant to bring this up. We're really locked into her perspective because I didn't even. I kind of realized this, but I didn't realize how intense they were on doing this. And I was watching like, behind the scenes on the the Blu-ray, and uh, that the only perspectives in the movie are Jennifer her, Lawrence's POV, hers. yeah, or hers. Yep. It's like POV behind her shoulder with her in the frame or close-ups on her face. Um, right. There's a lot of close-ups. It make, it's very claustrophobic. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, we're with her. We're locked into her perspective the whole time from and. Yeah. Uh, which makes it very interesting. And that was one of the things that I appreciate about the filmmaking because it also makes it feel, it adds that sense of claustrophobia and anxiety because it's so tight. I feel like tight close-ups are like, ah, you know, it's like it's just like that feeling <laughs> of like, oh, Jesus, like it's so tense, you know, and uh, yeah. you don't get that breathing room. So, yeah, they, I mean, you're with her the whole time and it's it's very interesting. But, I mean, that's an interesting point. I really had not even considered that, honestly. So, Well, and, and, and I don't know, how old are you? Uh, 33, <laughs> 33. So you're, yeah, so I'm 42. So I, you didn't grow up with the, as much as, and I, I grew up, I have three brothers and I, my mom and dad were together, but my mom, uh, had her own issues. So I ended up being a lot with my dad more than my mom. Oh, okay. And so and not, not my, and my dad is a very, not, you know, he's not a real, like, I don't want to call him not, not masculine, but he's not like uh he wasn't one of those, like, uh, you know, Typical one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not at all. Not at all. But I just feel like going through school and what the movies that we watched, all those things put that in my head that this is the way it is and guys are better and girls are, and I love movies like this where you, you can kind of see, well, if you just put yourself in a woman's perspective for one minute, you can really understand yourself better and see how, how life is for them and how easy it is for you and how hard it is for them. And so it, it, I, I love that. That's why I love this movie too, is that I, Especially coming into a relationship where when when you're growing up, you're thinking, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to have this job and I'm going to my wife is going to be there. She's going to raise the kids And it. And it was the opposite for me. I ended up being and it, it took that kind of thing for me to appreciate women more and 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 understand what they go through every day. And, and now I'm I'm all I'm I'm women, everything, women, power, women. <laughs> well, and, and, it's, and it's great because um we had kind of gotten into a Twitter conversation a while ago about uh, comedies uh-huh. um, where I, I kind of mentioned, I go, I put out this thing cause I knew it would, it would start up a conversation. I go, is there any good comedies, even comedies at all being made today? And you guys, you, uh, Daniel jumped in and said, Oh, there's a lot of great stuff. And I'm like, and, and, and people started mentioning things. I'm like, yes, that's great. That's great. And I, and I, I, I wanted to bring it up because none of these comedies do very well. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and he kind of mentioned, well, I like, he liked these newer comedies cause they're, they're more about, they're not about like this bro culture and you know, this, uh, being a stoner and being all these things. It's like, yeah, that's true. I love those movies because that when I grew up, that was kind of what it was. I mean, I wasn't a, or he said, I think he said, uh, uh, not, not bro, but it was uh frat, a frat, frat culture. You know, yeah. Which yeah. Totally, frat culture yeah and, and i totally get that i wasn't a frat guy you know and and but i also was a guy and i was and i grew up at that time so we just liked those movies you know your uh, wedding crashers and your uh old school and you know you go back even further to to you know animal house and stuff like that where got you know um the, the crude comedies where the, n- women were not taken women were just these pawns that they used to like right rip on or, you know right. what i mean and so 
it's like I love those movies, but that's because I grew up on them, and I could totally see not growing up on them and not appreciating them because it's like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> I mean, they suck <laughs> towards women. It's it's ter- I I love I still love them because it's like I I can't stop, but I do love these newer ones because they it's we're taking a new perspective on things, and that's why comedy rarely if you take a comedy from way back then and try to redo it now, it never ever works. Um, right, look at yeah. like uh, did did you see the new com- uh, Coming to America movie? Still not watching because I heard mostly negative things, honestly. Because uh, the original Coming to America is, is one of my favorite movies. I love it to death. And I, I you're, same thing as you. I didn't want to watch it. And finally, it comes up. And my brothers were watching. I said, okay, I'm going to watch it. And it is, it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible. There, it's just not. <laughs> It's not good. There's not. There's not really any jokes. I. I mean, they all they did was like, remember this stuff that happened before, huh? Wasn't that funny? It's like, yeah, it was back then. But what? What's the point of doing this now? It's not. It. It just. It didn't. It doesn't work. So, that's why. It, you know, comedy and stuff like that, and, and dealing with women, it, it. It. It's all coming around to a better place. I wish more people would come around and understand that. And that's why. You know, when we were talking about the comedy's not doing so well now, it's. It's because they just men not all men have come around on that you know and it and, and it kind of sucks yeah yeah I, I it's funny because i was also thinking like i think we mentioned about the comedies too on a whole different side of the perspective i think you're kind of right about like sometimes uh guys don't want to go see female-led comedies but um if we talk i think we get talking about getting killed by uh like bigger superhero movies i feel like the small yeah. comedy has like died out a little bit or gone to streaming we kept talking about that because it's like for some reason studios don't even want to like bankroll a 20 million dollar comedy they rather spend the money and like let's go make another superhero movie (laughs) or you know some some big budget high concept movie um but that's why i think people had a problem with like book smart i think you know a lot of guys like oh this is just a ripoff of super bad and i i still like both movies i think i said with daniel i'm like i'm not so sure but (laughs) but uh i think i still like super bad it's been long since i watched it um i thought i had some good things to say about like male friendship, friendship. and codependency yep. and things like that but uh um but yeah i uh it's in, it's very interesting i don't i don't know um we've well we've yeah, really I, gone I, off on this very interesting tangent i did not expect to go on <laughs> i know and uh, kind of going on the superhero thing i that's i have a really tough i love superhero movies i'm not a comic book guy i never really have been but mm-hmm. i love the the whole the fact that they took this these stories and they took these old stories and made them, you know, new. They, they, you know, but what, what they did doing that, they, they got me right. They got rid There's no romantic comedies anymore. There's barely any Westerns. There's no just straight comedies anymore. There's no musicals. Right. Um, adult thrillers, so, adult like dramas, adult, like they're all gone. Like it's like, yeah. They've all been adapted to move into something else. And, and this Disney thing is, I'm hoping something's going to happen where it's, it, it gets changed, but you're right. It's like, it's just, I, I, I love them, but I'm I'm okay if they stopped having them. I'm like, good. I think we we need to move into a new point in in movies, you know. Get <laughs> let's get back to what you know. We don't have to do the same kind of stuff, but there's got to be something else besides this this stuff that you know going on. Yeah, I just I don't know. I wish they would like bankroll. Like if they're making some point the super movies, it's like, well, then why can't you take chances on some smaller movies or like, um, you know, go and. Because they, we really, I think you get probably like now, I think like three ish, maybe four Marvel movies a year, and DC's trying to get in there too. But so that's really that many movies in the grand scheme of things. Right. But it's like every everybody else has been trying to copy Marvel and like failing pretty spectacularly. And it's like it's like why don't you just focus on making good movies and making like uh, a shared universe that you just try to throw together to keep keep up with Marvel? But um, yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> we've really gone up on some, some branching <laughs> paths here. Um, but no, I, I do. I think all that stuff kind of goes to streaming and it's much lower budgeted. You know, it's like, yeah, um, yeah, it sucks. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird problem that I, I do kind of wish they would fix. I, I would still like the superhero movies, but I would like other stuff besides big budget, uh, that kind of stuff. And I'm trying to think of, you know, everything has to be a franchise or a shared universe. It's like not we don't need more um, Wizarding World, Harry Potter stuff like Let It Die. You know, it's like it's like you guys push it so far um you know stuff like that the dark universe but i think they're finally correcting uh thank god the, the whole like you know universal idea of like dark universe uh-oh the mummy bombed better better just go back to uh the drawing board and um luckily Invisible man was really good so hopefully they keep going like that direction but um i don't know just focus on making good movies just stop making they're they're so obsessed with franchises and shared universes that it's like you know that's all we get. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, it's tough. Like when you have movies like this, you know that came. I mean, th- this is insane. What this movie is? There's nothing <laughs> like this movie in, in any way. And it, it, of course, it bombs. So you know, it's like, <laughs> well, well, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we can't never make them again. It's like, damn it, no, that's not the point. You got, you yeah. got to make more like this because then if you make more of them, then more people will come to them. But we just, they have no faith in anyone. They think, well, these people are idiots. They only want one thing. Let's just give them that. <laughs> right, right. That's like a g- good lead back to Mother because I'm like, yeah, that's even more crazy that like Mother comes out in 2017 in the midst of all these other things. And it feels so outside the the norm of what I'm seeing in a theater, especially. It's like, um, it's just, I, it's that's why I kind of appreciate, I always kind of give these things a little bump when I leave the theater. I'm like, ooh, didn't think I'd be seeing that in a, in my local AMC, you know, it's like, yeah. like this, like hereditary, like I mentioned, the spirit, the, the spirit remake was crazy to see in a theater. Like I was like, I can't believe that this is out here. It's like three hours long and it's bonkers. But, um, yeah, mother is like, and then they all don't do well. I think hereditary did well, but like a lot of these things bomb cause they're too weird. And then the studios are like, Oh, can't do that again. We can't, you know, it's like, gotta play it safe. So I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and and I am I am wondering if, you know, obviously with with COVID and everything, if we, we don't know how this year would have went. And I wonder if maybe this, that, you know, it's it's a terrible thing that happened, obviously. But I wonder if it's a good thing to kind of give us a, a break to go, hey, you know what, let's let's think about this stuff. Let's maybe try something else. And I, I really hope they don't just come back with the same stuff. You know, I hope they really think about what what can be done and and look at like you know when i remember when <laughs> we keep again going off this but uh, when scorsese says oh, i don't like these movies it's like he it's, it's not that he didn't like these he just doesn't care it's not his thing it's because we all, we all just don't have to like one thing let's just let's he wanted other things to be out there and that's what we should we should all want that you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think people would be mad like if if you still got kind of all the stuff we used to get like uh you know, just, or more variety just of you know more variety of movies yeah. more original ideas that's you know like <laughs> everything's an adaptation or something or a franchise or a spinoff or a sequel but you know so more original ideas would be nice like more artistic freedom for directors to do crazy ideas like um along with still doing big blockbuster movies because we've been coexisting with blockbusters for you know basically since like Jaws, Star Wars era, you know, it's like so. Um, yeah. and they've made interesting. I feel like it something happened. It's like maybe it is like the post MCU thing because, like, in the 90s, you look back and there's like movies I watch now, and I'm like, oh, they would never make this now with like this many stars. And if I look at the budget, mm-hmm. it's like 40, 50 million. And I'm like, oh, this wouldn't get yeah. made. Like, this is like a, just a quiet 
drama or like a thriller and it's like <laughs> a studio wouldn't bankroll this like um so i don't i don't know it's it's weird and streaming's kind of like complicated i think maybe it made it better like i mean uh it's still a superhero movie but because hbo max existed and they need content they're like hey Zack snyder go you do your your cut of justice league and yeah I thought we were never getting that cut. Like I was, I, I, I remember I saw it, something I joked about it like a year before it happened. Like it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and, uh, and then it well, did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I muted that, you know, release the Snyder <laughs> cut. I'm like, this is so dumb. Why would this, that movie was not good. Um, why would they, why would they make another one? And then here me watching it, it, it finally comes on a year, whatever, a year later, like you said, or a couple years later. I mean, what was it like? I think it was that, was it 2017 when justice league came out? It was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that so four years later, I'm sitting down watching this thing and I'm just like, this is my favorite movie of the how is this this good? How do I love it this much? It makes no sense. I, I didn't want this to happen. And here it is. So um, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's crazy. laughs> I couldn't believe how good it was. I'm like, we only got this because HBO Max was like, oh, shit, we need to get subscribers. And so I hope that going forward like streaming services will like, and they, I mean, they, they bankrolled Scorsese, Netflix bankrolled Scorsese, the Irishman, because nobody else wanted to make that for a hundred million dollars. And Netflix was like, we'll do it. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I think we're going in an interesting direction and yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, I think now like if a few more years, like a streaming service probably would have picked up mother. I don't think a, a studio would have put it out in a theater. No. Honestly, I think it was <laughs> a couple years, a uh, couple years uh, early there, but um I'm trying to think well, like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I, I was going to run through my, t- I, I make lists. That's my thing. I'm like high fidelity. Like I was talking about before. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my fourth favorite movie of all time. So I, I make a list of every year and in and, and my, my top 10 for 2017 is, is pretty interesting. I got uh, number 10 was three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? I did see that one. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Split, which t- to me. Watching the movie, I really liked it. M. Night is my favorite uh, director, and but the end of that movie, I, I don't want to give it away, but that change—it's—I've never heard, I've never <laughs> been so my head has never exploded as much as seeing the very end of that movie. Yeah, I could that, not believe what happened. That played well in so, the theater. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it moved it from like a seven to like a nine to me. Okay, uh, or you know, a three and a half to anyway. So Brigsby Bear, still the same yeah. Oh, you got to see that. It's so interesting. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is my number six, which oh. I I thought that that's one of my favorite uh, of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that's Taika Waititi, didn't he direct that? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Star Wars, I The Last Jedi, which is one of the better Star Wars, the newer I, ones. Anyway, I, I like it a lot. I'm not one of those anti Last Jedi people, so I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I like that one. <laughs> Good. And then uh, uh, Shape of Water, which at, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, it's fine. But the second time I saw it this year, I fell in love with it and I thought it was tremendous. Um, and so then it got out. I had a three and then I had The Black Coat's Daughter. Did you ever see that one? I love that movie. I'm glad you just put it up that it high. <laughs> I was blown away by that movie when I yeah. saw it. I couldn't believe how many people I read who were just like lukewarm on it, even who were just like, eh, I'm like, how do you shoulder shrug at that movie? <laughs> like, I think it's, oh my gosh. I think it's so good. I think it's one of the best like horror movies of the past 10 years. Yeah. So I, I'm with you hundred percent on that one. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. See, that was my number two. And then mother was my number one. So, okay. um, so I, I, th- there are movies out there. If, if you just, they're just not all being, you know, you know, getting seen. So I, I feel like I have a good mixture in there, but, um, I, I, I I would be nice to see if if these 
one of these Marvel movies flopped, you know, just really flopped. Not I don't I don't want that because I, I like them, you know, but I don't. But also I'm like, you know, maybe that would cause some. OK, maybe we got to do some changes here. So, you know, who knows? But uh, <laughs> I am curious. I've always been curious of like because they keep trying stuff and I'm like, oh, is that going to flop like Gardens of the Galaxy? That didn't flop. So that OK, it's like they take a little more risk and it's like they still can't miss. So I'm curious if like they're taking some some bigger gambles, I feel like, coming up soon because they have the Eternals coming out uh, yeah. and Shang-Chi, which are Shang-Chi, definitely yeah. lesser known properties. And I at this point, I feel like Marvel's just like they just can't miss. Like they put a movie out and like maybe they all won't be um, hundred million dollar opening weekends, but I feel like they're always going to do pretty well. I don't know. You know, like yeah. uh, so they'll, they'll always have some some market at this point. I, they have to like really mess up big time, I think, to completely full, you know, to, to really fuck up so yeah <laughs> yeah and, and they got i think that it was black widow would be the next thing that's up for black them, widow's next which is interesting yeah. because i boy it's like i'm not that excited about that one because i'm like no, well, what's not the point because i mean i don't want to i guess spoilers but it's the biggest movie of all time or one of the biggest it's like we know what happens to her character so i'm like well this makes right. me kind of care less about black widow but um yeah. i like her as black widow i think i mean it could be a good action movie i just don't see the purpose of it i don't it's weird to me that they and like why didn't you give it to it sooner it's the whole thing and the spider-man movie seems very interesting yeah i agree with the black widow thing i i if it would have came out yeah right in the middle somewhere so you can kind of get her backstory wouldn't when that event when that made that thing that happens (laughs) and later on more you know appreciate it more i don't know yeah i yeah that's what i was thinking i'm like that's weird that you give it to her now it's like a it's almost like a consolation prize to scarlett johansson it kind of feels a little weird to me but i mean hey she got her own movie. That's fine. But it's like, I just think the timing yeah. is weird on Marvel's part to do that to her. But um, hopefully it's good. It looks, I think it looks like a fun action movie at least. And then uh, Spider-Man sounds very, they're hinting all the stuff in Spider-Man. I'm very excited about like alternate universes and the multiverse and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think they could still be set up to roll here. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, um, well now, and what's, isn't Sam Raimi, didn't he just do the Doctor Strange? Like, yes, uh, I'm pretty excited about that one too. Um, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Cool. So yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that should be pretty interesting. So I think they're set up for some, some cool stuff. They can take more chances now. I'm like, you guys, like you conquered the world. Just do whatever you want now. You know, it's like, right. you, you've won. Just take some chances. So, but I, um, yeah, you're right. I'm, and I'm glad that they are doing, you know, you got to, a girl's, you know, it's, it's a. Is is this the first woman, uh, like centric Marvel movie? Probably, right? I I think so. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. And and they're obviously doing a. Um, what is it? Shang. I always forget the name of it. Shang Chi. Is that what it's it's called? I think Shang Chi. <laughs> I yeah, don't want to say. And the, the the Ten Rings or the the Secret yeah. of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Um. I think Eternals has like a. Hmm? Yeah. No. At least they're they're trying. They're going out, not just doing you know white guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they could do that now because they've i feel they've had so much success they could take on like smaller properties and like i think the eternals has like a pretty like multicultural cast and like a uh, few female leads like that eternals is real gonna be real weird like i don't know how that one's gonna play because that's like is that is that yeah. the one with kumail nanjiani is he one yeah of the, the one he got like super jacked for <laughs> yeah <laughs> angel angel lee's in there i'm trying to think who else um I don't remember, but yeah, it's like that property is like to me even like weirder than like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I, that one is like I'm oh, very yeah. curious how that turns out for them. Um, but I hope it's good. I mean, I don't know. But uh, um, wow, I like we've gone from Mother to Marvel. Like I did not expect it to do like I know. this super weird <laughs> well, movie to Marvel. But 
And also, we 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 we've been kind of Twitter friends a little bit for a while now. We just never have have haven't been able to talk, act, you know, in real life. So That's it's uh, of course we're just gonna start talking about other things. But it's been great. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. Um, um, I'm trying to think like so about I mean mothers like <laughs> like I said like once I got though those one to one correlations, it's like it all kind of falls into place. I do love. Like, I don't know if you knew or if you watched like behind the scenes, if you have the Blu-ray or not, but uh, about how they practiced like because they built this house set that they're in. They built this like the sets like, basically just built a house. And uh, so they could work around it with all these open hallways and corridors. And they practiced for like two months or rehearsed for like two months in a uh, like a warehouse in like Brooklyn or something. And uh, to get all the camera moves down, because like it kind of made me appreciate the technical yeah. aspects more because there's a lot of like when you watch my scenes, it's like there's literally they're, they're kind of like dancing almost. It's like they, there's a guy like pulling the cameraman um, kind of handheld through this house and all the actors have to know exactly where to go. And it's a lot of like got to hit your mark exactly and, and walk through here and go this way. And um seems very claustrophobic, basically, <laughs> like very yeah. tough to pull off. <laughs> yeah, I think it- I mean, I'm assuming that is the same kind of thing with Black Swan too. I mean, especially with the dance moves and all and all oh, the camera work okay. in that. So, yeah, it's he he's a good director. That's I, this made me mad. I read this that apparently uh, I don't know about the Razzies, but I used to think the Razzies oh. were like fun <laughs> and like cool and cute when I was like a kid. It was like, yeah, get yeah. get Catwoman. Like it's like <laughs> first of all, we're picking on low hanging fruit, and second of sure. all, they make so many bad calls that i feel like they should just go away because like i remember uh what did they get to palma for they've they've given brian de palma multiple bad like worst director awards which is insane to me because i love de palma and uh the razzies gave um this movie uh worst actress jennifer lawrence worst actor or i think he was nominated worst nominated javier javier bardem and nominated darren yeah darren aronofsky for worst director which i don't even think if you don't like the movie you would agree with that <laughs> like, oh yeah well so if you go back like you're talking about De Palma uh, I, I believe The Shining was one of the Razzie uh, for, oh, be- for worst picture I forgot about that yeah so, that's oh. the greatest <laughs> movies of all time so yeah go ahead and give that a Razzie you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do they still exist like it's like uh, oh it's so crazy and like sometimes yeah they okay cool you you gave an award to uh I, I can't think of a shitty movie, but you know, it's like, it's like what's yeah. even the point of like picking on these terrible movies and, um, and then, and then missing sometimes so wildly and like uh, picking on great directors and really good movies. And I think Jennifer Lawrence is amazing in this movie. What she's asked oh. to do, it is not an easy job. Awesome. She's so awesome. I, I I'm a huge fan of hers. I, I think she's great in most things. And, but this one is, it's, it's my favorite performance of hers. They're asking so much of her and it, you know, it's, it's all her, like, like you're talking about earlier, it's all her perspective. So, um, everything has to go through her and it, she, I think she carries it wonderfully. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's her movie hundred percent. I mean, she does yeah. so much and I was kind of blown away this time. I was even like, I think more impressed by her performance. Cause like she has to, like she has to carry it. It's all her perspective. Like we said, and yeah, she basically is like living through like a a panic attack for like two hours you know it's like oh man yeah oh my god apparently she said that this was so emotionally draining she took off acting for the next year after this movie <laughs> like she literally was oh, like yeah. I, gotta, I gotta take a break um so that tells you how intense it was so i think she's great i really like um ed harris and michelle pfeiffer as basically adam and eve like when they come in i feel like they have like they, they know exactly what they're doing they have good chemistry i feel like actually like i believe them as a couple um 
Michelle Pfeiffer actually kills it in this. I feel like she's really good. Oh. And I, I feel like this is way different than almost everything she does. She feels more innocent in other movies. And this, she's the innocence is gone. She's like, she's really into it and, and playing the part of yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Eve, the, the bad one, you know, yeah, I was getting like Catwoman, <laughs> Batman returns vibes when she goes. Oh back. yeah. Oh, she's, <laughs> exactly. You're right. That's she's great. Uh, in that too. She's still, she's still so good. Um, and yeah, like, I was like, yeah, still blown away by that last like 30 minutes when it just mm. pure chaos, like honest, like just absolute insanity. And to watch them shoot it like on the behind the scenes stuff, I'm like, I, this is even more impressive. That you kept this all together with all these extras running around and all this craziness going on. And I mean, yeah, just it's it's wild. And I know the other thing that I guess it kind of ties ties the biblical thing, but not really if you if the whole thing's a metaphor for earth i know aronofsky had said that also this is a big there's like a big environmental message to this about how humans just you know fuck up the earth obviously yeah. <laughs> so that's another way to read it that we just came in and just ruined the earth <laughs> like, yeah not we, wrong we, yeah <laughs> we can, yeah exactly that's why that's why yeah like, like we're saying there's so many different things and and it, that's exactly right we we just don't know you know i always talk about individual people are usually pretty smart but when you start getting all these people put together in one place they become idiots and they start <laughs> doing crazy things they destroy things and that's that's yeah. just how that's that's why you know america is the way it is like we, we're just so, we're so densely populated in this area that we just sometimes we just don't know how to deal with it and if we just sat back and 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 and, and thought things individually we would understand that okay maybe if i thought about this other person then, but then when there's so many people here together, you can't think about one person. There's too many people to think about. So you just, you lose your mind. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there were any like really overt religious references that we missed. I feel like we touched on most of them. Um, but the yeah. rats, right. There was the rat in the, she looks in the sink. Wasn't there a rat in the sink that I don't Oh, I think there are rats in the Bible. <laughs> I think that was a, I think that was a part that I saw. And I had looked down and I was like, oh, what was that? I, I should have probably gone back. I thought to myself, I should rewind. And I was like, oh, no, I probably didn't miss anything important. <laughs> but but now it's something like I missed a little <laughs> something there. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think if you lay it out, it's like she's Mother Earth. He's God. Adam and Eve come. The Cain and Abel come. Original sin happens. A bunch more humans come. They destroy the Earth. They worship God in different ways. There's people who are uh, followers. There's people who are against him. Um the whole thing with the baby is clearly the Messiah angle um, right. and being sacrificed. And then of course I think at the end it's like, um, but at the end we didn't talk about that where she basically is like, you know, fuck this and burns the earth down, <laughs> you know, she's like, yeah. all right. And, and then, but then he just starts over again. He just takes, he just, and it's like a cycle. Cause we see the beginning. It's a different woman on fire. Jennifer Lawrence wakes yeah. up, the cycle started again. And then Jennifer Lawrence is gone. He takes that, kind of crystal that heart whatever and then starts again same different looking woman same position as her she wakes up in the bed and we're going to do this all over again so i guess it's kind of like are we just doomed to repeat this this cycle of like uh him <laughs> him uh, being too egotistical and and humans ruining everything <laughs> so well yeah i mean that, and that goes with you know if 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 people if you believe in if someone believes in god that that he who's if if he's this all powerful thing or he, she, whatever, if he, th that is all powerful, he's probably done this before. Like he's right. probably created it and then it didn't work out. So he probably, okay, well that didn't work. Let's try another one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and, and you're right. And that's, and I think that's life 
just in general, like we just, it's all a cycle. We, we think that these things that are new, they're happening. Yes. It, like technology and things are new, but we still make the same mistakes we've always made. And, and, uh, and, you know, all these huge things that, that build up, they are, they are destined to be destroyed and then start up again. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a I, brilliant movie, man. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate you giving me different perspectives to look at it from. It's so, it's never a movie. I think I would like go like throw on like, Hey, let's watch mother. Everybody, you know, like casually throw on yeah, in the no. background. But, uh, but I'm glad I can I have some other perspectives because I was so I was just so locked in this religious angle. And I just it made it so much less interesting because I didn't want sure. to uh, make it make sense. I was like, oh, I, I even got like upset when I uh, when I felt like I watched Beyond the Valley of Dolls again. And I was like, damn it, I feel like I'm making more sense of this. And I was kind of mad. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want this to make sense. <laughs> like, I don't know why I love that in a movie, but I just love when a movie's like probably because I watch so many movies that when a movie is doing something radically different, I kind of appreciate it more. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. um, what do you, how, how do you feel about, uh, Richard Kelly movies? Um, I like them for the most part. Uh, what, okay. So he made Donnie Darko. He made, yep. South, uh, the Tales, box, the box. That's only three he's made. Yeah, right. Yeah. And all three of those are completely insane. There's <laughs> so many things going on. He, he really does no idea. It almost feels like he didn't know what he was doing during it. And I, I love all three of those movies just for their, their complete craziness. Oh, I, I love Donnie Darker, especially when I was younger. Cause that came out like I was in high school and I feel like everyone, uh, or kind of got popular. I think it kind of took a few years to catch on, but like, I feel like that's what everyone's talking about. I was like, Oh, we got to watch Donnie Darko. It's so weird and crazy. And, uh, I still really like it. Um, but I, when I was younger, I was like obsessed with it. And then I yeah. was one of the rare, like early defenders of Southland tales. Like I saw that and I was like, I love this crazy ass movie. And like, you know, it people hated it and thought it was terrible. Yeah. And like, again, it's like, it doesn't all work. Um, no. it's no. a lot of ideas kind of like we talk about higher learning, but this isn't really a, uh, a message movie. I mean, it, it, he has some messages, but it, it's, it just has so much and it's like a lot of movie. And then I have not seen the box, but everyone has told me that it does get pretty crazy. <laughs> um, oh man. <laughs> you know, you know the premise of it, right? Yeah. It, and it's based off like an old twilight zone episode or a Richard Mathens story or something of, <laughs> I'm not uh, sure, but I just love the idea. Like this, this guy shows up with half a face mm-hmm. um, and he, and he's got this box and he tells them that if you push this box, you will get a million dollars, but someone on earth will die. <laughs> and, they, and they have to sit there with this box. They have 24 hours. I think it's 24 hours to decide if they do it. And you find out later it's, they're not the only ones that have this box. So it's just, yeah, go from there. But it is, I, I, I it's it, it, just like you said, it starts, it's got this kind of cool premise and then it just goes off to this insane thing that you're like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I, I need to see that one. It's um, it's yeah. I'm, I'm all for these guys who make like these weird, crazy movies. Like I'm all for a director taking like a really big swing. And even if he misses, like I appreciate the, the big swing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, yeah. like I'd rather you go for broke than do something like kind of safe and boring. Like, and this isn't even a good example cause I don't think it's that weird, but a lot of people had, I feel like the issue with us after get out with Jordan Peele and I love, they took like, this big swing on like on us because he knew he kind of had like a blank check and like I don't think it's even like that weird or that like uh complicated or you know I like I like the movie a lot actually I think it's really really good but I know people were like oh that wasn't anywhere near as good as get out and I'm like I, I don't <laughs> you know I, I don't get it but um so I I'd rather have a director but, do something crazy you know 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm us is I lo- I'm, I absolutely love us. I get out and us are two, two two masterpieces to me. So I love how weird that one is, and I love his you know go. You're right, going for it. I think it is crazy. I think the fact that there's people under that are mirrors of. I mean, that just that movie is insane. And and uh, Nyango, Lupita uh, Nyango, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, the fact that she's playing you forget that she plays both of those parts and it's just it's completely insane and and yeah i i love that movie so i i i think i might even like it a little bit better than get out so they're both oh, tens okay. to me so interesting <laughs> um i thought get out a little better but it's very close it's very close for me i i just very was close. i was not disappointed when it came out a lot of people i think were let down but i what are you it was do? not one of them <laughs> so yeah right. um Okay, so I'm glad we both we both seem to like crazy movies. That's fun. <laughs> so yeah. These, oh, these yeah. wild movies. Um, but uh, anything else you could think to mention on Mother? I didn't want to start wrapping up too soon, but uh, you know, I feel like I I can't think of much else. I, my notes are all I've talked about everything. So no, I mean, yeah, we could. There's stuff we could go on, but I we we pretty much covered everything. I, I I'm glad I'm glad we could go. You know, I, that's what I I kind of I'm glad you picked this movie just because. Or I mean, we both picked it, but uh, <laughs> that that it's just got a lot of things going on that a normal movie you know is not gonna go into and just and there's different angles from it and I just I just I just really appreciate I I love it, but I also really appreciate the fact that he even tried it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate the filmmaking. And now you kind of you really have helped me, I think, with with some other perspectives, try to watch it again. Like, OK, let me just see past the whole everything's a biblical reference and try to see right. some other things going on here, because um, I think there's more going on than that. But yeah, they're but all I just, agree. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I agree that it's not a movie that I throw on every couple of months to <laughs> <laughs> for fun you know it's not that kind of movie so no 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 i just i knew it would be it was on my list of stuff because i just like I'll, I'll think of a movie and throw it on this like list in my phone of like okay i think that'd be an interesting conversation there's movies i love that i just don't think would be a very interesting podcast because they're either like so beloved or so straightforward that i'm like well what else are we gonna say but <laughs> like right. i haven't heard a lot of talk about mother especially since it came out i feel like it kind of like it kind of was hot for like that time it came out and it's not talked about much anymore and it's only been three, four years. Um, right. So I was like, well, if anything, it'll be an interesting conversation. And I think it was, and we even had some fun tangents in there. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So um, just, for, just in time for mother's day. Yes. <laughs> Oh, people really appreciate this. Uh, I believe this IP credit to Chris Rotato. I think this was his idea. I talked about Mother, and he said, "Oh, you got to put it out on Mother's Day," and uh, I'm doing it. So I hope Chris appreciates it. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, "Oh, it seems like perfect time." Even though it's a really messed up Mother's Day movie, <laughs> like my mom, my mom wants to watch like Hallmark Mysteries or something. You know, it's like <laughs> you know, sure, yeah. Oh she man, buys- here you go, here you go, ma. Hey, let's watch this Aronofsky movie. <laughs> Next, we'll watch Wrecking for a Dream right afterwards. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, Perfect. my gosh. That movie. Uh, <laughs> just It's rough. It's rough, but it's so good. Um, well, anyway, yeah, I don't know if uh, anything else you want to say. Probably let you plug some stuff or uh, if, if that's all we got. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm just I'm Prof Brent P on uh, on Twitter. And it's just this year's best. Uh, if you want to go to the 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 website is just this year's best without the uh, without the vowels, so it's t h s y r s b s t dot com. Um, otherwise, you can go to my Twitter and find all that 
kind of stuff so okay uh yes everyone should give you a follow you're you're very fun person uh, very fun person to follow on twitter i'm glad we uh, connected on there and it was great talking to you so i'm glad you came on and did this i appreciate it so you too buddy and anytime you ever want me on i'm i'm there just let me know all right fantastic so um yes everyone follow brent and uh for our stuff uh the usual places you can follow the podcast on twitter at film feast pod um you can follow me on twitter at matblight 87 and you can follow me and the podcast on instagram at film feast all one word um so thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next time